everybody welcome back to wicked good sports this is at the buzzer and we're joined as always by my two basketball loving friends ryan and jack how you doing I mean, yeah, basketball's back, so uh, yeah, it was it was a <laughs> as you said. So we're, we're I break. I think we can all agree. Yeah, um, it's a little too long. That man. that sucked having no oh. basketball to watch, uh, and the only basketball we did watch was the All Star festivities, which you know I don't know what awful. was more entertaining, the celebrity game or the All Star game. They both uh, had their flaws. Um, at least the celebrity game. Had uh, Richard Jefferson being a referee, being a player, being, you know, every he's doing it all. But uh, I guess we'll talk a little bit about that quickly. Jack, All-Star Weekend, what'd you think? Uh, glad it's over with for a couple of reasons. One, it, it's not basketball, right? It's it's like glorified pickup, point and shoot, mm-hmm. right? Um, DK Metcalf had more double-doubles in the last month than Ben Simmons. Um what else do we have? I think that's really it, right? Like it, it was, it's fun for about that day, but then there's, you know, the, the three or four days both before and after that leading up to it, you're just like, Oh my God, like get me something, get me some competitive basketball. Again, that's what it comes down to. It's not competitive. So give me something fun to watch. And I will say, and not to segue yet, but it was a good game last night when at time of recording for the Celtics. So that was, that was fun competitive basketball again. That's what I think I can say we all missed. Yeah, and Ryan, obviously the All-Star break is important because it's a break for the players, you know, a little bit of time off in a long season. But uh, is there anything you think that the league can do to make this game more entertaining or more of a draw? Um, I do like the pick the pick'em aspect. That makes it kind of fun. I think probably some sort of incentive. I, I kind of almost wonder if they should go back to Eastern Western Conference, but obviously I pivoted away with that from that for a reason. Um, but I do think ultimately the break is good. And, you know, the All-Star game, that is what it is, but it's still interesting to see all of the players. Um, you know, I don't think it's running into the same issues as, say, the dunk contest was before. Yeah. You know, this might have resurged it a little bit, but, like, what are you going to do? You just get Mac McClung every year? Like, he's a pretty uh, – this is a rare specimen of a, you know, a human highlight reel mm-hmm. who is like an, an incredible high school player. He, yeah. I don't know if you guys knew this, he actually broke Allen Iverson's scoring record in their in high school. Yeah. So just to give you an idea. Uh, yeah. I, I just don't know on that end, but mm-hmm. what I was going to say, going to the celebrity game, I just wanted to add a, uh, Albert Pujols do be kind of uh, quick for being so thick. I thought he, it was, yeah, it was I like he was looking large, but like he was he was getting there. He's got those those quick moves. Yeah, he just kind of looks like you know, like it's like the pickup game, and there's that like one assistant football coach who's kind of who's like heavy, <laughs> comes in like eating a donut, yeah. and everyone's like tooling on him, and they're like, oh, this, you know, everyone makes jokes about him, and he just comes in and he just drives has, past he, you. Yeah, he just has, he's just like <laughs> Pat. Yeah, he just has dad like weird dad ability sports abilities. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Uh, there's a picture of Jason Tatum. Obviously, he's from St. Louis, so he's a huge oh, Albert Pujols fan. But it was like Albert Pujols, Albert Pujols' daughter, presumably, and then Jason Tatum. And uh, yeah, Albert Pujols has completely transitioned from being one of the greatest athletes of his generation to just full dad mode <laughs> now, which respect. I like, like, he's done enough. He's a Hall of Fame uh baseball player he should enjoy his retirement but yeah no you were right uh he uh he was looking thick yeah 
He came back uh, last year. He was in the home run derby too. He, yeah. he was great oh, yeah. last year. He, I was surprised he retired after the year that he Same. had last year. But yeah. you know, I, I don't blame. Well, him. well deserved. He was a DH too, right? I would. Uh, from what I, oh, I, I just, question I just don't really see. I just don't really see him being able to like play both ways. <laughs> he played. He played first base here and there. At yeah, the no, year, I mean, but that here and there is relative. Yeah, he hit a ton of home runs. He made a ton of money. He won world yep. at least one World Series, yeah. right? Like, oh yeah, I love yeah. Albert Pujols. Yep. Yeah, I have a rookie. I have an Albert Pujols rookie card. Awesome. It could only have gone awesome. up in value after the the All Star game, That's uh, right? Showing, I think. For sure, yeah. um, <laughs> and you know, Salt Lake City or the NBA pulling out all the stops to appeal to Salt Lake City by uh, the dunk contest and having a white dude win it. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Like, all right, who's the who's the most famous uh, basketball player? Carl Malone. Okay, don't mention anything about his past. Uh, just we're put just him gonna there. Have him here, and then uh, yeah, we'll we'll just get this fringe white dude to come and <laughs> sign a contract to come and uh, that'll be great for the Salt Lake City All Star game. Yeah, the signing they, was kind of ridiculous. It. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I mean, I, I I'm I'm happy for Mac. You know, like. Like I kind of said, I don't know that he has any applicability in the NBA, but I do think he deserves to be on an NBA team. Uh, if he can, if they can afford to have him off the bench, because he's a really talented player. He's fun to watch. He'll get a highlight once in a while. He's really, obviously seems like a very hard worker. Uh, yeah, just real seems, gym rat. Just seems uh, like a smart <laughs> plug. Right. Just kid. Yeah. Yeah. Watch him. to date him. Yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if you were to pick an NBA player to date, like, you might, you know. Maybe an all-star. I don't know about it. Um, Actually, I was going to say, you'd probably actually, if you want to segue to Celtics, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum seem like real stand-up guys. Yeah, we're we're very pro them because we're Celtics fans. But, yeah, I agree. Uh, You know, I mean, Jalen Brown seems like he probably, like, reads for fun in his spare time yeah, yeah right yeah definitely or like is learn or learns a foreign language <laughs> like yeah, exactly. yeah right or like wants to you know become a great um play against a grand maester in chess so like that's mm. those are all pretty good yep <laughs> yeah yep. and then obviously <laughs> jason Tatum has shown that he's like an amazing dad uh-huh. yeah just a really upstanding uh yeah, yeah. very like in a you know just like obviously the mindset of a 40 year old at yeah right when, but, right yeah, so that was a intense game last night. Um, the one in overtime, I, we we had our our group chat going, saying that maybe the Celtics got away with one there, but that's okay. Uh, just Jack, quick quick takes takeaway from that uh, game last night. Yeah, good good point. They, I think they did get away with one. You, I was probably the most brash in the chat. Of course, that that's that trends accurately. I think. Uh, for all, all conversations typically. But yeah, I think, I mean, Pacers are, they're a young kind of rebuilding, retooling team. They've got Tyrese Halliburton, obviously. Him and Marcus Smart getting into a couple uh, scuffle ups, uh, which you love to see, honestly. Marcus Smart's first game back in a while and he's kind of, you know, flexing on him a little bit. Um, and what, I mean, a historic night from Miles Turner, oft linked yeah. Miles Turner to the Celtics, who obviously that's not happening anymore because Time Lord is the GOAT. Um, but I mean, let's say first and foremost, really good to have our actual starting five in place for the first time since January 19th. 
Um, you love to see that, right? Marcus Smart getting in facilitating. Derek White still getting some good minutes. Um, kind of gave some insight into what the rotation might look like going forward, though, right? Which was interesting. You see Grant Williams get kind of chopped on the minutes. Um, Sam Hauser playing a lot with a career high three blocks. The only Celtics player in history to have three blocks um, in under 15 minutes of playtime. Fun fact. Um, yeah, he he really another, showed up last night. Yeah, he was he was elite, uh, like defensively. Which when that was always the knock on Sam Hauser was like he's not good defensively, and people are yeah. finding out this year that like oh shit, like he actually learned how to play defense in the G League. Like that's weird, but yeah, it was cool. I mean, ultimately, really good game. They finished um, overtime strong. They did not finish the fourth quarter strong. Lots of opportunities. Not going to call out JB for his free throws again, but uh, Ooh, yeah. Or the, uh, the pass to Al that went the out pass of bounds. To Al, when Al was end. like, yeah, that was that was an ugly turnover. I don't know, man. I think I'm going to blame it, it on the mask. He used the mask, exactly. yeah. yeah exactly. Was, you know, it's fine. A little too vigilante for mm-hmm. him. I don't, I think he's more about doing <laughs> things in the open. It did. It was dark night. MF Brown and uh, like MF Doom uh, with the mask on, which <laughs> I liked a lot. Um, but yeah, Ryan, what would you think of the game last night? Um. I mean, a lot of thoughts, obviously, were kind of reckless with turnovers. Um, you know, overall, just like for the Celtic standards, it it wasn't a great-looking game. Um, also, I do think the Pacers can potentially be a bad matchup for us because they've, so. been, they've been terrible lately. But, you know, obviously, they had a strong start at the beginning of the game. They've got a ton of talent, a ton of good players. They are going to be very good, I believe, in a few years. Um, they also play a very similar style to how we've been playing this year with like the fast pace, a lot of sh- three shot. So the thing is, if we if we're off and they happen to be on and we weren't really off three wise, you know, I think we shot just under 40. So I wouldn't say ah, like I'm not saying as good as usual, but not like we've had much worse shooting nights for sure. For sure. Um, and, you know, definitely some of our players had some really nice shots, but like they, I think they probably shot 50%. And I mean, Miles I Turner, so. I think is Miles Turner for sure can stretch the floor. I do agree with that, but I feel like it's a similar thing with a few guys where they, they talk about him sometimes, like he's Carl Anthony Towns in that regard. Right. And he is not, he is not generally, I don't know if he's ever, he's definitely never, I don't know what he's doing this year. He's never shot 40% or really like close no. to it. No. Um, but I mean, what can you do when your defensive anchor and like incredible lob threat that Miles Turner is literally jacks up? What was it? Uh, eight threes. So like eight threes, Pretty like eight, yep. 80%. I mean, there's not much. That's just like you can't account for that. That's, no. you know, that's a near historic type thing. And that's, that's, I'd be surprised if he um, has a career high better than that. I mean, I'm not saying it's impossible, but yeah. So a really impressive feat by him. Um, and yeah, that's just how it worked out. I think we were lucky to get the win. I do think like the way like you saw Smart step up at the end, you know, you saw like Tatum, you know, I when he he had that uh, air ball and then came in, you just saw all the guys kind of make yep. mistakes and still rally, right? We saw this kind of stuff last year, but they would lose those games. It would be so frustrating. Right. So yep. I think that's a huge difference. And also, again, um, Sam Hauser, I think he's going to be, a, he's definitely a hot, cold type shooter. Uh, to see him kind of back at it was great. I've always kind of thought with him. I mean, he is just, I think they're calling it the Hauser hunt, which I love that. Term. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's the kind of guy, would you say, Jack, because people really um, give like a similar one. It's like Luke Kennard. People really give him a hard time. And he's not, obviously he's not, he's very limited defensively, but he's not like someone you can really target easily. Like he'll, he'll, 
you know, he'll make the right play. I and totally I think, agree. Yeah. And, and he's got playmaking ability, you know, and it's like, you know, and Hauser, like, you know, you, you dare him to lay it up. He can, he can get it to the basket. So I think, I think that was just another reminder, like, Hey, you can't just always target him in Cornette. Yeah, he's not a one-dimensional player, right? That's I no. think that's what you're saying, right? Like he's yeah, he's, exactly. he's evolved he's evolved beyond that. Where like as a good I guess a good comparison could be Duncan Robinson. For yeah, example, people right? compared Duncan Robinson is like, you know, he's not I guess like it's like the spectrum of rural three players. It's like the extremes yeah. like Duncan Robinson and like the really the other extreme would be like Bogdanovich in Detroit, you know, a yep. guy who is clearly a three point specialist, but also can and be like, like play. can be your secondary ball handler and can yep. yeah, do everything. Yep, spot um, on. And that's like like a good example with that too is freaking uh, Robinson down in Miami when he was getting playing time more consistently. Obviously, not the case now, um, but he um, had not attempted a two point no. uh, shot attempt in like I think it was like two months or something like that. And it's like that's absurd. But well, whereas Tim Hauser, shoot. yeah, he's catch yeah. and shoot guy for sure. But whereas Hauser is has that extra dimension of being able to actually drive, being able to actually be a decent defender a competent defender um and robinson is just a complete liability on that end of the floor you know so it's like that's Mm -hmm. the type of player that we have and we have him on a three-year deal for two million a year so like if he could continue this trend and just do what he's doing right now like that's a steal i would say yeah i think the one thing i'd heard is some people thought we should have traded him and like something for wantanabe in brooklyn just for the uh just because wantanabe is you know we kind of have a little more need in terms of bigs a little bit more size, he, right? Yeah, he provided he can play the four or five spot and uh, can do a little more rebounding. I, I see that argument. I don't do. love it. I, I'm pretty happy with Hauser. I, I, I think we may, yeah. I agree. I agree totally. I'm fine with Hauser. So, yeah, overall, you just got to be happy with the results last night. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's just one of those ones. I was saying, like, this could be a bad matchup for us. You can't always sleep on bad teams. It was upsetting that, like, just how bad the Pacers have been the past couple yes. weeks. Uh that's how it played out, but we'll take mm-hmm. the win. Yeah, Agreed. I mean, you gotta, you just gotta sometimes just take the win and just yeah. get out of there. And uh, nothing right worrying there. moving forward, I would say. For no. me. Yeah, because we got Philly Saturday, right? Tomorrow, mm-hmm. uh, yep. which awesome. Can't wait for that. That'll be a great um, game, you guys want to give a prediction real quick for who you think? Uh, Philly's kind of hot right now. I don't yeah. know. Oh, it's um, it yeah, is they tough. had a big comeback last night. They did um, to win. So I don't know yep. if you want to yeah. go first, Ryan, I'll base mine off of yours. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do like, I haven't looked at the spread yet, but let's say it's something like four points. I wouldn't be Biden surprised. Guess, yeah. Celtics are probably still going to be the favorite. I would probably go if I were, and I, that I would never bet on a Celtics game like this. I'd be way too stressed out. I would go 76ers plus four. Um, I, I, and that could be wrong, but mm-hmm. that's just how I'm feeling. They at Jalen McDaniels, I think was an amazing ad for them. Great ad for them. Um, totally. he adds an extra dimension, you know, another guy with like Maxi who can kind of speed up, uh, you know, he adds more. Sh- yeah. I, I just think that was a great acquisition and, you know, that team has come together. And I mean, again, they have Tyrese Maxi coming off the bench right now. That's right. Insane. That's insane. He's, he's really good. He's future all-star caliber point guard. Sure. Yeah, I personally, when I look at like, and he's a slightly different kind of player, but you could kind of put him in the same field as like Pool and like Harrow a little bit. Yep. He yep. doesn't shoot as many threes, but he shoots no, he at a very high percentage. He's a mm-hmm. very, he's deficient. 
No, he's like a 40 career, like over well over 40. But uh, yeah, which is crazy. Yeah, he only attempts a few a game. But I would, I personally think he has a higher ceiling than both of those players easily. I agree completely. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, prediction for that game, I think I'm struggling actually to be honest with you because I know every time I think of a Sixers Celtics matchup, I think of Joel Embiid like crying in the locker room, basically saying like the Celtics have our number, like I can't do anything, like I don't know what to tell you. Um, so. I my gut is telling me to go Philly, but my head is actually telling me to go Celtics. I think I'm going to take Celtics on that. If let's say it's plus four, right? I'm going to take Celtics. Um, we'll cover that. So I don't know if that's a good idea or not. I I feel like it's not if I'm being uh, totally honest. But mm-hmm. uh, for for the sake of yeah, I think I think go sees. I think I think we have their number typically. Um, right. And if we can box out and beat double him, right? Whatever, it will be in good shape. I took the easy way out because like you said, just as a, it's, it's just an uneasy feeling. And but, but we are a really generally when we're playing into 76ers, I always like, actually, I think last time I, like I said, I, I wouldn't usually, but like, that's when I would almost like tell people like, Hey, if I were you, I would put money on this game for Celtics. To yeah. come to the spread Cause we are a bad matchup for them. We are. Like I said, I just think they've been hot. Uh, McDaniels. I just, I'm kind of taking the safer route, but I could see the Celtics winning it too. But uh, I'll stick. I'll stick with my 76ers to cover. Yeah, and uh, legal online sports betting coming soon to Mass. Oh, so true. If anyone's listening from any of those companies, hook us up with a sponsorship. <laughs> we we'll send people into sports addiction. That's Absolutely, fine. I'm shameless. Yeah. <laughs> no, no moral qualms about that here. You guys know that includes usually those people like are encouraged to bet. So mm-hmm. you would be we'd all like have to start like placing some bets and get yeah. recommendations. So. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even better. Even it's better. Fine. Now it's my money's fine. on the line. Yeah. Now <laughs> that's skin in the game. So yeah, yeah. It's, it makes it more important, more real. I uh, can really recommend it, but uh, <laughs> all right. So, <laughs> so Ryan, um, you wanted to give your top three in the East top three in the West before we get out of here. So Let's hear it. What, what are you thinking? As I say this, I'm going to kind of have to do my West on the fly for sure, but I'm going to go <laughs> – the East is pretty easy to me. I think ultimately – like I know it's going to be a homer thing, but it, I think it is the Celtics right now. The Bucks mm-hmm. could sneak up. They are catching away with Middleton. I just think, you know, we have so much depth. I would not read into that game where our bench, like, smoked them at all, but right. I do think right now the Celtics are still number one to me. I put the Bucks second, uh, the 76ers third, but I think the three of them, I don't – yeah, that's that would be mine, but I think anything can happen with those three. Everyone else is way below. The Cavs are good, but I just don't see them surpassing those guys. Though I think they could beat us or the 76ers uh, in a series. I think the Bucks actually would be the harder one for them, personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, then if I'm going for the West, uh, number one is still the Nuggets. Um you know, I do like what they did with Thomas Bryant. Yeah, losing Bone Highlands is rough, but uh, I think they—I think it was much needed and is going to do a lot for their synergy. You saw how they played last night. Um, yeah, I just—I would go with them. My number two, assuming that KD makes a steady return and they stay healthy, I'm going to go with the Suns just because what Kevin Durant is going to bring to a Devin Booker along with having Aiton there. And, you know, they did uh, – who is it? Uh, they got – the magic that magic art Terrence Ross, you know, they have, yep. I think they got enough, just enough role players where they're going to be a, they're going to be a threat for sure. Um, and then number three, let me think this is a tougher one. 
I guess for now, and I don't think they're the third best team, but for I'll do like a power ranking for like volatility. Probably I'm just going to go with the Mavs. It's an easy one. But yeah. uh, with what Kyrie and Luka can bring once they get into the playoffs, all they have to do is get in. Yes. It's going to be very tough. Like, yeah, defensively there's a lot of questions, but um, I'll go with them. I do. I Like I said, I don't think they're a championship contending team by any means, but I do – out of these six, they're easily – I think the most like have the most holes in their system, but uh, yeah, I could see them sneaking. I could see them sneaking into the Western conference finals over any Western conference team below them. Hey, they did it last year. I mean, and you know, if, if we're lucky, we'll get a, another Suns and Mavs series (laughs) this year. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. Just just evolved from what it was last year oh i'd love it that yeah with yeah. kd and oh my yeah that'd be amazing. KD and Kyrie, oh be my god please so please basketball me. gods if you can hook us up i think, I think we all I, it seems like we all have to change our pants after we just yeah. realized yeah. that matchup we're all saying. <laughs> oh man all right jack do you want to give your top three on each yeah, I, I will say, Ryan, I am aligned with you on the top two for each, but I've got a different pick for my third in both. I'm going Celtics number one overall for sure. I think overall mm-hmm. is the best well-rounded team, the most depth, right? Like, we just, have Grant yeah, Williams. Just, four we're minutes, not homers right? on this, we swear. No, I swear. But if you think <laughs> Number one team in the NBA. Intel, it's I the promise. fucking Celtics. You already yeah. know. Go Seas, baby. No, it's... <laughs> I, they're the I'm balls. Going, they're the <laughs> balls, man. Give me the Celtics. <laughs> because you have a potentially $20 million a year player coming off the bench playing four minutes consistently for you, and that's Grant Williams, right? The fact that we have that in depth is just absurd. We go way beyond that. Bucks Mm -hmm. have added more depth in adding Jay Crowder, right? A little bit more of a physical presence, three and D type of guy, right? Um, And the Bucks obviously are the Bucks, right? They're good. They obviously give us trouble each year in the playoffs. So give me the Bucks number two. I'm actually going to go, I'm going to surpass the Sixers. And the reason I'm surpassing them is because I don't, think the Sixers are built for a playoff run for whatever reason. I think Joel Embiid is too beat up and he's never like in good enough shape. Mm. And James Harden, speaking of shape, um, when it comes to playoff time, give me the Cavs. And the reason I say the Cavs is because I that's like fair. how that's that. And I'll, I'll say Sixers after the Cavs for sure. But I just like the way the Cavs are gelling right now. They, they've had half a year together. I think they're on not quite a bender necessarily, right? But if you look at like a team that's a home, like they're definitely better at home. They're 25 and seven home record right now. It's kind of bonkers. Uh, it's better than ours. Uh, and they're seven and three in their last 10. So overall, I like that. Bucks have not lost a game, by the way, which I don't like to see. Um, so that's what I'm feeling in Eastern Conference. Um, yeah, I just, I also, I feel like in the playoffs themselves, I feel like Joel just gets like, I don't know if it's, it's in his head or what the deal is with him, but he's just kind of a head case. No, um, then both of those players. Sorry, I was just to say both those players yeah. do. I just think they have enough around them, and they got enough guys like you're you know, right, like a PJ Tucker, Mal- like guys that just aren't going to get phased as much. The surrounding role players. Um, That's a good point. And, and that is and that is going to be a time when Maxi, who's coming off the bench, doing less minutes, I think could probably come and spring up. I just think I think they can make a little bit of a run. I'm not. I'd you're right. Be, I'd be very shocked if they made the Eastern Conference Finals, but I just Same. Same. I. I can see them getting past a tough first round. And the, to me, the Cavs are just, it's its a very close, but the Cavs are just young. And they didn't make, I don't think they made the right move they needed to in the, uh, during the trade deadline to like kind no, of fill out that three and D. Hey, Danny Green, yeah. 
That's, that's who they got. <laughs> They're good. That's, uh, Danny Green Danny, on his last leg. Have you seen him try to play? Like he's just not pretty, good. Oh no. no I, yeah, he not. he looks really. He looks like it's. I'm trying to compare it, kind of like when and he redeemed himself. But like we're a little more less than like Blake Griffin last year. We're just like, man, this guy's out. Yeah, Blake looked bad. He he yeah, he's like lagging to get back on transition. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. That's fair. Um. For Western Conference, I'm going Nuggets first overall. I'm biased too. I Nuggets are probably my favorite Western Conference team. Um, number two, yeah, give me the Suns. I think they're probably if again if KD comes back, uh, they still have Devin Booker and Chris Paul ultimately, right? I hate both of them so much, but it doesn't it doesn't sacrifice where they are as players, right? They're still oh, yeah. players. Um, and then lastly, I'm, I'm going to switch it up a little bit. I to be honest, I was toying with picking the Pelicans here because I feel like they have just fallen off an absolute cliff after Zion went out. But like, that's the problem. Like, can they come back from that? I don't yeah. think so, unfortunately. I thought um, about it. Yeah, I was thinking about it too. I was like, maybe. Uh, my hot take is, if you told me this last year that I was saying this on something that's recorded, I'd die. But I'm gonna go with the uh, Sacramento Kings, and I think that they have kind of. I know that's, that's ballsy. <laughs> that's very ballsy. And the reason I'm going with that is because I feel like they are a fundamentally sound like everybody plays the position they're supposed to play team Demonte Sabonis grabs so many rebounds a game De'Aaron Fox yeah. is so quick to the basket right mm -hmm. then you've got the Sabonis who can stretch the floor by shooting threes I think that's an interesting combo and I'm really intrigued to see I, that's probably a stupid take frankly but I think I think I also just am like half-assedly rooting for Kyrie to just implode the Mavs entirely and that's kind of what I'm rooting for honestly so that said give that, me the Kings I crazy I don't think it's going to happen, but yeah. Wow. Kyrie imploding another team. What a concept. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I think, I think that's where I'm at. I think that King's pick is, is cringe at best, but I think, <laughs> I think we'll put it out there into the universe. Like the beam yeah. fellas. Uh, I, sorry. That was great picks, Jack. Now, I was just saying before we forget and go to the end, we should mention because people probably will, if we have listeners that are in to multiple teams, um, which is doubtful. Uh, I would say probably we want to mention the Grizzlies, on why we don't think they will. Yeah, I really um Dylan Brooke, I especially don't like. He might be my least favorite Dylan player Brooke. in the NBA. I think he's very toxic. <laughs> no, no, I mean he's yeah, all right, we won't go into it. But anyways, <laughs> um I think if I were if I were them, I would have traded him because I think he is like that team has enough edge without him, and I think he's just bad news. And I just I'm worried about what he can do to Jaw because Jaw's so like my team against the world. But that movie, um, I just don't think so because of how highly dependent they're um, – you see, like, if Jaron Jackson or Adams is out, just how bad they plummet. And that's because a lot yeah. of the guys I think they really believed in, even though they do have a good system they can come in. A lot of the guys they really believed in, like, they're younger guys. Like, um, there's a, quite a few, like, Zaire Williams there, um, is one. Like, I just don't think they've quite panned out no. yet like they were supposed to. You know, and then there's just the fact like their three star players were so so young. Um, what have they? How many games have they played together this year? It's got to be less. It's got to be less. It's easily less than ten, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. So I just don't. I mean, obviously they're they're a good team, but I I don't see them. They might win a first round first rounder, but I don't see them going beyond that either. Western Conference Finals, I think, is not happening. Yeah, and I actually think, um, particularly, I know the Mavs are a bad matchup for them, and the way yep. they uh, the Mavs were a bad matchup for the Celtics before they kind of figured things out more as their players got older. With a young, fast-paced team, Luka is just bad for that, and you yep. know, 
that slow pace isn't really it is tough because of how bad him and uh, Kyrie are defensively together but it does kind of work to Kyrie you know just uh just you know maybe not maybe it, it doesn't matter with Kyrie's athleticism because he's just so skilled and so good like that I think the two of them could just cook that team yeah agreed all right, well, with that, anything that uh, we didn't touch on that uh, you guys wanted to? I think good for me. Yeah, I think this was a very, uh, this is a pretty extensive one. I think yeah, yeah a little longer, but you know, we had the all-star break. We've been, you know, wanting to talk basketball. Yeah, so exactly. That's why yep. yeah, it was a little right. longer. But uh, yeah, Ryan, thank you so much for your time. Hey, thanks, Brian. And Jack, same thing. Thank you so yeah. much. Thanks for having us. Yeah, of course. Uh, as for people watching, thank you so much for listening. You can, of course, follow us on Twitter at Wicked Sport. We're on Instagram, Wicked Sports, and TikTok at Wicked Sports as well. And uh, we will see you in the next one.